Hi guys. It is a gorgeous morning outside. Temperature is just right. A little bit cool, but promising to be warm. The sun is peeking through. The leaves have just started to leaf out, so you're getting a little bit of that dappling. Birds are singing. It's not particularly buggy, just a very light breeze. Ah, it's the best. So, this morning, my nephew, the older one, uh, chose my favorite spoon to eat his cereal with just before I was going to take it to eat my cereal with. And I had this momentary pang of frustration. Uh, this is a spoon that I carved mm, maybe a year ago now. And it's just, I just like it better than all the other spoons on my spoon rack. It's, it, it's maybe a little smaller than my standard eating spoon, but it's not a teaspoon. It's just, it's just exactly right. Anyway, I hadn't realized until he chose it that I had unconsciously fallen into this habit of using basically only that spoon when I'm eating over the last couple months. Um, it used to be that I would rotate through all the spoons, and for some reason I had uh, started only choosing that spoon, and for reasons I'll get into. And... Uh, I mean, I can't blame him. He very astutely chose, to my mind, the best spoon on the rack to eat his cereal with. Once I had gotten over my feelings of territoriality, or not even before I'd gotten over it, but as I was examining them, it made me realize that probably I was feeling territorial about the spoon and that I had started just using this one spoon to begin with as a way of dealing with feelings of losing so much space in my life these last couple of months with our family coming to live with us. Quick backstory. Uh, my wife's brother and his family, who have, uh, he and his wife have two sons, the same age as our daughters. They normally live half an hour away from us. They had been living in Germany for a year, and they decided to move back to the States when the coronavirus pandemic uh, really hit Germany and was coming for the States. Um, but their house a half an hour away was still being rented and, and will be rented until the middle of July. So they're with us until the middle of July. They arrived in the middle of March. And as my wife pointed out to me the other day, she said, you know, you're, of all of all of us, you're the one whose life has been uh, affected most is not the, is not the, the, the best way to describe it. Let me think, how did she describe it? She basically said, you know, you've, you've had to sort of make the most adjustments. Obviously, those guys having to move into our house, that's a huge adjustment, and I don't mean to downplay that. Her point was simply that um, there's this phrase I like, which is called pulling in your horns. I first heard it as a New England thing of people living in old, poorly heated houses in New England who, in the wintertime, pull in their horns to basically stop living in 
whole portions of the house and they just like live in the two rooms that they can heat with the wood stove. And I've had to pull in my horns and pull in my horns and pull in my horns again and again during this process of welcoming these guys into our house. Um, and it seems like every week I'm uh, giving up spaces and giving up spaces. Um, and, and that's fine. I'm, we're still finding ways to have my needs met. But I think that me subconsciously starting to sort of only use this spoon and feel more territorial about it uh, is because of this feeling of losing space in general, making me want to hold tightly to a few select things that are mine. And I think we can see this feeling um, play out in all sorts of situations. I've certainly run into it not knowing what I was running into, but I've run into it uh, back when a couple years ago there was this whole debate that I was in the thick of over sort of design and originality and copying in the spoon carving community where people were claiming kind of ridiculous things as their own design and their own original creative domain that they didn't want other people to be exploring. And I, I don't think I could have articulated it in this way until this morning, but I think it really stemmed from a place of the spoon carving scene, which had felt sort of big and spacious and the place that they could explore was starting to feel more and more crowded by people taking up the craft and each, you know, doing their own thing. And and all of a sudden, this feeling of needing to claim a territory because otherwise, you know, other people were going to take your spoon started to come about. Interestingly, and I don't mean to, to say that this has parallels in what happened to me this morning, but interestingly, in the spoon carving scene situation... I feel like what ended up happening was enough people joined that the scene became more complex. It, it, instead of being a one-room cabin where all the corners and good places to sit by the fire had been taken, it became a bigger and bigger and bigger house. And now it's a big house with lots of rooms. And you can be in one room and just not have to engage with people in a different room who... Uh, who have different opinions than you, and it's just a big enough space. It's become a big enough space because it's a digital space. So, obviously, I can't pull too many parallels to the space of my physical house, but but maybe I can, in the sense that whenever we're feeling territorial about something, whether it's something that we think of as our idea or our physical object. Um, I think we can recognize the root of what's causing that and, and that will help somewhat. 
And also recognize that, you know, for instance, if my nephew kept choosing that spoon every single time, I might come up with some clever strategy to snag it for my coffee first thing in the morning or something like that. There are ways around just letting it happen and feeling grumpy about it versus clamping down and needing to like set some sort of ground rule that this always happens. For example, another example of pulling in my horns, I get up each morning to write, uh, to keep pushing my book forward. And I've been getting up at six, which in the wintertime feels early. But as the days are getting lighter and lighter, it feels less early. Uh, my wife has been getting up at 5.30, so she can do a half an hour of yoga. And her brother has been joining her. Um, and so the last bunch of mornings, not the weekend because I don't get up early on the weekend, but last week, there were a bunch of mornings when I would be sitting in the kitchen writing and they would finish their yoga and they'd immediately start yakking away. And it would totally make it impossible for me to keep writing because you try to do some writing with people having a conversation five feet away from you. Maybe in a coffee shop, but not in your own kitchen. And finally, this morning, I kind of snapped. And I just said, guys, like, I need you to not just stop doing your yoga and immediately start yakking. Because I'm trying to write here, and I get up early so that I can write. And... And the, the other backstory to this was that I used to write in the back living room. And then my brother-in-law asked if I could not write in the morning in the back living room because it's right underneath their bedroom and he wakes up at the slightest sound in the morning. And so I changed that and I moved to the front kitchen. I can't work in the middle living room because that's where the yoga is taking place. So... And I can't work in my office because I just gave up my, uh, I just gave up my office space upstairs to my older daughter who needed a space. And for uh, unrelated reasons, my laptop has to be plugged in, so I can't just like go sit out on the porch. And probably the the solution that's coming at me is going to be getting a new laptop, honestly because, or a new battery for my laptop or whatever, figuring that technical detail out so that I can go to different spaces is probably going to be the solution that's coming at me. The point of me telling you the story, though, is that sometimes you do need to set expectations, right? And I clearly, after stewing over it for days, I clearly had reached a point where I just needed to say, look, I'm not trying to come in and talk to you while you're doing your yoga. You need to respect the fact that I got up early to do this thing. You know, don't just start having conversations oblivious of the fact that I'm trying to do my work and that I got up early to do this thing. Um, I think that was hard for my wife to hear in the moment, but it was also super important for me to, to mention it. So... 
sometimes when we're feeling territorial about about space, sometimes we need to examine why we're feeling that way and let it go. Sometimes we need to articulate why we're feeling that way and make adjustments. And I don't think we can uh, make a blanket rule one way or the other. I think you just have to feel it out. Sometimes you can make sneaky adjustments without having to articulate things. Like, you know, snagging the coffee cup that you want uh, first thing in the morning so that it's, so that it's yours. Uh, and sometimes it's better to be accommodating of other people. So the, the underlying thing that is interesting to me is the phenomenon of territoriality coming from space being squeezed and how that is common across across situations it 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 can happen in a house and it can happen in a in a digital scene and it it engenders the same feelings of this is mine and it requires the same suite of thoughtful responses to deal with it well. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk tomorrow.